This is Toastcasters, Volume 10, podcast for Toastmasters. Your host, Greg Gazin. Today's episode, Toastmasters for the Holidays. Greg Gazin, Toastmasters for the Holidays. How many of you are going to hit the road this summer for holidays? Excellent. When you hit the road, consider visiting a Toastmasters club. There are 11,000 Toastmasters clubs in the world. So chances are, if you're going to go somewhere on a holiday, there's a good chance that you're probably going to run into one. Now, about right now, there's a few of you in the room that are saying, Greg, you're a Toastmasters junkie. Why don't you go out and get a life? So, Madam Toastmaster and fellow Toastmasters, I am getting a life. That's what I do. I like to go out on the road and I like to do these types of things. You see, visiting a Toastmasters club is not just about Toastmasters. It's not just about public speaking. It's about the experience. It's about the journey. It's about the things that you can do along the way. So what I want to share with you today, three of my experiences visiting other clubs outside so that you can realize that it's not just about Toastmasters. My first stop, San Francisco, California. January 2006, I was going to Macworld Expo. A month before I was about to leave, I sent an email out to District, I think it was District 4, and I said, this is where I'm staying, this is where my conference is, I'd like to find a club that's nearby, and I'd like to visit the club in the time period that I'm going to be there. I got three responses from the same club. Three responses. Now, not only was the location only four blocks from the Moscone Center, the meeting was was a half an hour after my last session on one of the evenings where there were no parties that night. So I decided that I was going to visit the club. The club welcomed me with open arms. They even fed me San Francisco's best Chinese food. And when I offered to pay, they said, Canadian money is no good here. We won't accept your money. It was a phenomenal experience. The club was a lot of fun. I took on a role. I was the A counter because I was from Canada, eh? <laughs> After the meeting, eight of us went to, a lo- we went to a lounge, and that's where the fun started to happen, right? I won't go into too much detail, but we talked about Toastmasters, and we talked about Canada, we talked about San Francisco, but I also got to learn about some really neat places, in particular the small little restaurant that, unless you were a local, you wouldn't have really heard about. So that was certainly a definite bonus. There's a shot of the, of the club there. So that was my first stop. My next stop was the Grand Canyon. We met right on the edge of the canyon. No, I'm just kidding. We met, about, <laughs> we met about four hours from there in a place called Mesa, Arizona. It was February of 07. I sent out queries to about eight locations. I got five responses, positive responses, saying, yes, we'd be happy to have you at our club, including Lockheed Martin, which is the aircraft place. And they said, well, we can let you in, but we got to get a security check. But we can take care of that for you. But as it turned out, I ended up visiting a club in downtown Mesa. It was actually at the City Hall. And what's really cool about that place is the, is the room. Now, this is a great room. I mean, you've got a video conference, you've got TV, we've got screens. But this room was a gadget guy's delight. <laughs> it was wired with everything. There were microphones on the tables. As you can see on the screen, the word of the day was on a TV monitor. The speakers were fantastic. They were just awesome. One lady in particular talked about a time in American history. And that's something that 
is probably something that we wouldn't really hear of here in Canada. So that was a really good experience. The other thing that was interesting is this particular lady here. Her name is Norma Spruill. She came running after me, after the meeting. <laughs> she came running after me and says, do you know Larry Verbitsky? <laughs> Larry Verbitsky is our district governor. She says, yeah, well, he was my mentor. He was chasing after me to try to make sure that I finished my advanced communicator silver. Well, I got it. And she was presented with a certificate that night. She was from Edmonton, and she belonged to the Norwood Club. And then after that, if I was able to stay a couple of more days, I would have had an opportunity to go golfing with them. So that would have been fun. So that was my second experience. My third one is in my hometown where I grew up, Montreal, which I've been away for so long, I hadn't even heard of Toastmasters when I was, when I was living there. And so I thought I'd have a really neat opportunity to take a few of my friends, childhood friends, to a Toastmasters club, because they were always saying, Greg, you're always talking about this Toastmasters stuff. What is this all about? So I said, how would you like to come to a meeting? So I looked up Toastmasters International, looked for clubs in Montreal. There were about 60 clubs. Some are English, some are French, some are bilingual. But one in particular I really liked was this one called Joke Masters Toastmasters. Once a month, they had an educational session where they brought in a comic, or they brought in someone from the comedy club to talk about, to talk about comedy. It was absolutely hilarious. Plus that night, the people were practicing their humorous speeches. Now the day before, I was staying at a friend's house, and a fellow gave me a call and said, Greg, how would you like to take on a role? I said, sure, why not? He said, how about a speech? Of course, being the gadget guy I am, I'm always prepared with my badge, and I always have my, my manuals with me. I said, sure, why not? I had my laptop, I had my number nine speech that I had did with my CC or my CTM a few years back. It was the one about Bill Gates, how he wanted to get into heaven by doing all the right things. Yeah, you remember that one. So I gave that speech. And what was also most interesting is that I got evaluated by my childhood friends. Of course, they were brutal. No, no. They were brutal because it was me, and they were also brutal because they didn't, they were a little truculent with me. They weren't, we weren't familiar with the Toastmasters way. There's a picture of me standing up there. And also, in another trip to Montreal, I went and visited another club called the NDG Leaders. And that's kind of interesting because they hang their banner right behind a light. You can't really see it on there. But I was a general evaluator that night. And whenever I can, I always bring pins with me. And we exchange pins because these are pins that they would never have seen because they come from District 42. And that night, after we were all done, 14 of us went for dinner. Must be something about Toastmasters and food. We seem to get you hungry. Fellow Toastmasters, Visiting a Toastmasters club on holidays isn't just about the communication skills. It's about meeting people. It's about going places on your travels to learn about new places. You get to go places and people will show you things that you would never have known. When I was speaking with the folks in Montreal, they talked about all the things that had changed. In Mesa, I found out about some cool golf places. In San Francisco, I found out about some neat restaurants. I also got to hear speeches about things American history that I would never have heard before. And so I encourage all of you that when you're going on holidays is to check out a Toastmasters club. And I want to leave you with, with one more thing. And here's a way you can check out Toastmasters on the Toastmasters website. I want to leave you with one more thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not always looking for Toastmasters clubs. Sometimes I can't find a Toastmasters club. Like, for example, in January when I went on a cruise. But of course, in believing what Darren LaCroix said, the world champion of public speaking, stage time, stage time, stage time, I'd like to take every opportunity to use those skills. So on the cruise ship, I entered a karaoke contest. And the winners, the winners of each category, there was like a Britney Spears and a Madonna. Guess who I was? No. 
and there was an Elton John and Ricky Martin, et cetera, et cetera. So I got up there and I did my thing and I became, I became Elton Greg. And the last night, on the last night of the cruise, all of the people got up on stage and performed in front of 2,000 people. Yeah. So fellow Toastmasters, if you can't find a club, at least make sure that you can take the skills that you learned and apply them. Because who knows what kind of path it's going to bring you down on. And not only that, your holiday might turn into an exciting time and is something that without the Toastmaster skills, it would have never ever happened to you in your whole life. I'm a Toastmaster. Thank you, Greg. That was very entertaining. Find a club near you, www.toastmasters.org, and have a safe trip. I'm Greg Gazzard.